Hey grown-ups, this episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Made with whole grain oats and a touch of golden honey, they're a great way to turn your good morning into a good day. Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Hey, Peter. Oh, hey, um, Lee. What's up? You know, just huge, the huge. Yeah, same here. Hey, Lee. Peter. Oh, thank goodness, oh, Rachel. Hi. hi. Um, hi. Yeah. Hi. How are things? Uh, you know, they're fine. They're okay. They're, you know, they're good. Um, well. Good talk. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Megan. Megan. Hi, Megan. So Hi. good to see you. Hey, Hi. what's going on? Why does it feel so tense over here? I guess we're just having trouble um, talking, Talk. hmm. having a conversation. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, you know, I'm realizing that outside of recording and rehearsing this podcast, we actually don't spend very much time socializing and talking to each other on the ship. You know, I think that's that's true. Hey, you know what we need? A place to hang out. Talk! Converse! Or, like, how in New York I would always hang out in the theater district in those restaurants with caricatures of famous people on the walls. Oh, did restaurants have pictures of you on the walls? Sorry, I couldn't hear your question. Anyway, what we need on this ship is a bustling cafe restaurant slash bistro. We could run it ourselves. A Story Pirates owned and operated bistro restaurant slash cafe on board a ship in the middle of the ocean. Hey, that's not a bad idea. I'll be able to go there to write my screenplay. It's about a woman who lives on a ship surrounded by a bunch of backstabbing, scene-stealing fools. Wow, I'd watch that. A fantasy. And, and I'll be able to stop by whenever I wanted a fun, fancy snack. Oh, and I could work in the kitchen and also help build all the chairs. Ooh, yeah. Chairs are very chairs. important. And I'll have another thing to be in charge of, which is honestly very important to me. Hooray! Hooray! Restaurant in the middle of the ocean on three. One, two, three! Restaurant in the middle of the ocean. On three. Oh, I see. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where each week we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. We're also in the middle of opening a gourmet restaurant. I'm hungry. Can we do a story so I can get to restauranting? You got it. First, here's the original story that the author sent in. It's called How to Make a Basketball Plant. First, you plant a seed so it can grow into a plant and then glue basketballs to the ground. And then give it some water and some sunshine and it will grow into a basketball plant. But watch out, because the basketballs might shoot at you and the basketballs that shoot at you might spit out smaller ones that explode. And then those exploded ones may accidentally shoot poison at you on accident, actually on purpose. And then if you got poisoned, you are frozen for one minute and then you can move again. The end. Hi, my name is Connor and I'm in first grade. I live in Utah and this is my story, How to Make a Basketball Plant. 
You have to. You're my star player. Yeah, come on, Todd. Todd, Todd pick it star. up, buddy. Look, Todd, the season's on the line, okay? If we don't win this next game, we won't make the playoffs. And we're playing our big rivals next week. Well, maybe I'm just not as good as everyone says. I'm just so frustrated. I quit. <gasps> Guess I won't be needing this anymore. Oh, what What's are you doing? We, we need the ball. Oh. Todd just threw his basketball in the trash. Todd. You can't just throw a basketball in the trash. I went through a lot of trouble getting that basketball. What? You mean like you bought it at the store? <laughs> bought it at the store? <laughs> no. <laughs> Todd, this is the NBA. Yeah. We don't buy our basketballs at a store. No stores. We grow them on plants. Yes, yeah, Todd. Yeah. Everybody knows this. Huh? Listen, back in coaching school, we learned a little drill that taught us how basketball plants are cultivated. So what do you think, team? Can we show Todd how it's done through some singing and dancing? Yeah, yeah. singing and dancing. Yeah. All right, places, everyone. In your positions, please. It's time to do a show. You're feeling down and you want to quit, but I'm telling you that you can't. Let me tell you about something that'll change your mind. Let me tell you how to make a basketball plant. How to make a basketball plant. First, you plant a seed so it can grow into a plant. Glue basketballs to the ground. That's how you make a basketball plant. That's how you make a basketball plant. How to make a basketball plant. Wait, is that it? It's just a regular plant surrounded by basketballs that you glued to the ground? <laughs> no. Todd, you sweet, beautiful angel. You have so much to learn. You gotta give that plant some water and some sunshine, it will grow. Give that plant some TLC and you'll have basketballs before you know. That's how you make a basketball plant, how you make a basketball plant. Okay, so if you surround a plant with basketballs and put it in the sun, it'll grow basketballs? Todd? Yes. Dance break! A double triple. Here we Sunshine. Some seeds. Basketball. And dance. Great job, everyone. Incredible extension, Carl. Chuck, do better, buddy. Okay, are all of you done? None of this has convinced me to play basketball again. <laughs> no. There's more. There's so much more. Everyone to position three for the big finale, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So now you have your basketball plant and it's full of basketballs. But watch out because the basketballs might spit at you. Oh no! And the basketballs that shoot at you might spit on smaller ones that explode. And then those exploded ones may accidentally shoot poison at you on accident, actually on purpose. And then if you got poison, you are frozen for one minute. And then you can move again. And then you can move again. So, Todd, what do you think, buddy? Todd? Uh, yeah, Todd left like four minutes ago. Hmm. That's how you make a basketball plant. How you make a basketball plant. You know what, Coach? Maybe 
this is why we keep losing. Huh. You know what? Maybe. All right, the New York Knicks. Let's go win some NBA games. Hey, coach, is practice over? It's called rehearsal. The end. Wow, great story. That was an amazing story. It's so spacious in here. Um, all right, everyone, not to change the subject, but our restaurant is opening in about mm, 30 seconds, and we've got to get ready. Okay, Megan, you're the chef. Aye, aye. Peter, you are our waiter. Yes, sir. Rachel, get to building chairs. You got it. And I will be the Kiefer sommelier. Let's get to work. Bring that over here. No, no, no. Be careful. Safety first. Welcome to the restaurant. I don't know. Welcome behind you. Welcome to the restaurant. I'm done. Corner, corner, corner. We did it. We made a restaurant. Yay! Oh, hey, what is that? Where is that? What is that coming from? Oh, oh, it's the shell phone. It's ringing. Ooh, I'll get it. Hello? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Table for one? Right now? Sure thing. All right, see you soon. Bye-bye. Who was it? Some walrus wants to eat here. Said he's a food critic or something? Wait, wait, was his name Russ T. Walrus? Yeah? Peter, he is the biggest food critic in the entire ocean. He has a cooking show on PBS, the Porpoise Broadcasting Service. It's called Tough Skin Kitchen, and it's super intense. He one time made a hammerhead shark cry. He made a manatee scream. He made a stingray quit the ocean. How does one The point the is, he can make or break a restaurant. We must impress him. Oh no, the beef bourguignon is burning, and this flambe is flambe! My finest kefir, it's gone sour! My chairs, they're perfect! Everything besides the chairs is ruined! What are we gonna do? Hello there, table for rusty walrus. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! it's time for a special part of today's show sponsored by our friends at Lego City. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. You know how we asked our listeners to send us their favorite Lego builds about the ocean and stories to go with them? Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to share one with you. It comes from Jasper, a second grader from New York, and it's called The Shark Attack on the Story Pirate Ship. Ooh, I will sit here and listen quietly. Okay, here we go. It was a normal day on the Story Pirate's ship. Oh, good, I love a normal day. Nimini was swimming in the water. She is so good at swimming. Peter was taking a nap on his bed. Am I asleep right now? Is this a dream? And Lee was in a submarine on his way to find some awesome corals. Lee saw a shark. Ah! Peter saw the shark. Ah! And Nimini saw the shark. <gasps> you know what, that's okay. What, why? You know, the rule of three sharks. Sharks always stop being scary after three sharks. Okay. Lee got out of the submarine and swam up. When he left the submarine, he left the hatch open and then closed it with the shark inside. Oh no! <laughs> Everyone ran and screamed around the ship until they realized the shark was trapped in the submarine. The end. Wow, Jasper, that was some incredible storytelling. I felt like I was there. And best of all, Jasper sent a photo of his Lego build for that story. Grownups, you can check it out at storypirates.com slash Lego. And for more underwater adventures, why not check out the Lego City Ocean Exploration Submarine? 
It's a powerful, deep-sea sub with everything you need to explore the high seas. You can comb the depths with the sub's two mechanical arms, examine the ocean floor with an underwater drone, or search the coral-covered cave for hidden treasure. Remember, if you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. Our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There'll be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience. Learn all about the different components and class topics and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created ideal towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on Earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com slash playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit On You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. Hello there. Table for Rusty Walrus. Ah! Uh, hello, sir. Right this way. How's this table? I suppose it'll have to do. I'll just take a seat on this here chair. Oh my gosh! My chair! We are so sorry. My, my, my. Rachel, how did the chair break? Well, it's meant to hold a person, not a walrus. They weigh like 2,000 pounds. Hey, be quiet. He might hear you. No, I mean, they literally weigh 2,000 pounds. I looked it up online. Well, why well, didn't I you redesign a better chair? Okay. Okay. Just... Enough. I'm quite all right. Also, I'm right here. I can hear you. No matter. I'm feeling very forgiving today. How about you bring me a drink? Of course. Would you like to see our kefir menu? I'll have whatever kefir is your finest. Oh, well, actually, sir... Your finest kefir, please. And the beef bourguignon. Oh, oh no. no. What's wrong? Nothing? Nothing? I will go get our finest kefir. Lee, I thought the kefir went bad. It did. Sir, our finest kefir, sir. Thank you very much. Cheers. <laughs> this kefir is sour. Yes, I know, sir. You know? Sir, I have the bourguignon right here. 
I'm slipping on kefir. Peter, no! My task. Oh no, Mr. Walrus, I am so sorry. <laughs> what an embarrassment. I, I don't know how to say this, but your tusks have skewered the beef, and now there's, um, well, there's beef on your tusks. You've got beef tusk. Silence! Well, I'll be. You all should be ashamed of yourselves. I thought I'd seen it all. I've had shrimp scampi sautéed by a sea lion. I've eaten donuts decorated by dolphins. I tried a crawfish crepe created by this guy in Sunnyside, Queens, who owns a food truck. It's worth the drive. But this, this has truly shocked me. Everything's a mess. I'm covered in sauce. There's curdled kefir on the floor. This chair, it's gorgeous, but it's broken. And my tusks. There's beef bourguignon on my beautiful tusks. Like some sort of terribly delicious kebab. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, it does look good. It's like it does look delicious. Yeah. What I'm trying to say, if it isn't clear, is that I'm shocked. But in a good way. You get two walrus flippers way up from me. You know what this place is missing, though? Some entertainment. A live band? A guy who sings Billy Joel covers? Oh, or some dinner theater, maybe. I know just the thing. Another story. Hi, my name is Izzy. I'm in the sixth grade, and I live in Bosnia. This is my story, The Clean Machine.
and the trees that I grew. She grew. The flowers stopped blooming, the air not so clean, all the trash came back, the grass not so green. What had I done to make everything better? Oh, what had I done to make everything better? What did I do with a thing of that kind? Put it in the seat for someone else to find. What did I do with a thing of that kind? Put it in the seat for someone else to find. What did you do with a thing of that kind? Put it in the seat for someone else to find. What did you do with a thing of that kind? Yeah, put it in the seat for someone else to find. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Izzy. Hi. Can you tell people who are listening where you live? I live in Sarajevo, which is the capital of Bosnia. And Bosnia is in Europe, right? Yeah. It's kind of like across the sea from Italy a little bit. How long have you lived there? Nine years, I think. Well, almost nine years, like eight and a half. And where did you live before then? I think I lived in Atlanta. Nice. You know, we have listeners from all over the world, but a lot of our listeners are in America and have never been to a place like that. What is like one thing about Sarajevo that might be surprising to a kid who's never left the country? There's nothing super different. Yeah. It's kind of like in a bowl around mountains. So you could just drive to the mountains very easily and you could drive to the beach in like five hours. Oh man, that's great. Izzy, you're in sixth grade, right? Yep. Where you live, is sixth grade the beginning of middle school or the end of elementary school or is it something different? I go to a Bosnian school and so it's different from the first five grades, but you still don't go to a different school. So when you're in the Bosnian school, do they speak English or do you speak Something else. Uh, we speak completely in Bosnian, except for English class. Wow. So you're fluent in Bosnian, obviously. I guess you could say that, but I still don't have the best accent, and some of my grammar isn't the best. Yeah. That's still pretty impressive. What does Bosnian sound like? Could you say something in Bosnian for me? Oh, I can say... On the way, I saw a button. Yeah, great. Na putu videla sam dugme. Wow. Izzy, your story, The Clean Machine, how did you come up with the idea for it? I think I just wanted to send something that was new and different. Mm -hmm. And also, it's easy for me to write a shorter story if it's all a poem. I love, I just love the images in it when... You know, when the main character presses the button for the first time and the whole town sort of turns into a forest. Can you see that in your head when you write it? Yeah, I kind of imagine it. I imagine the person just 
looking around and then suddenly seeing all the flowers growing mm-hmm. and then looking in the giant trees just growing out of the buildings. I love that. So when I hear your story, it feels really emotional. Am I right in in sort of feeling that when I read your poem? I just was trying to make as much things rhyme as I could. (laughs) So I think you are the first, one of the first poems we've ever done on the podcast. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. For any kids out there that want to write a poem, but maybe don't know where to start, can you, do you have any advice? This is sometimes what I like to do also when I'm writing stories. Just think of the most weird thing that you can never think of that you think nobody's ever thought of before. Mm-hmm. And then think of all the words that go with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. You kind of just start writing it, whatever you want to write. Just like let it flow. And then, yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> that's awesome. Izzy, this has been so fun to talk to you. Thanks. Thanks for letting us perform your story. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. And thanks to today's authors, Connor and Izzy. And a big thank you to today's special guest, Wyatt Sinak. Parents, don't forget to check us out on social media where you can see everything else that we're up to. Thanks to everyone who's already left us a rating and review on iTunes. And if you haven't done it yet, it just takes a minute and makes a huge difference. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero, and produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Lauren Glover. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer and Josh Hahn at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Wyatt Sinak. Today's episode features performances by Mike Cavallon, Joel Escher, Eric Gerson, Tessa Hirsch, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Emily Olcott, Lee Overtree, Heather Robb, Rebecca Robles, and Rachel Winitsky. Special thanks to Mikey Wells. How to Make a Basketball Plant was written by Rachel Winitsky and produced by Eric Gerson. The Clean Machine was written by Heather Robb, produced by Brendan O'Grady and associate produced by Jack Mitchell with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. All right, time to shoot some hoops. First we'll do a layup. Woo! Man, that was easy. How about a mid-range shot? Here we go. Swish, all right, three-pointer, here we go. I'm calling class. Oh, it went in, yeah. All right, how about a half-court shot? Woo! Man, I'm like the regular season Raptors over here. I'm really good. Okay, all right, time for a dunk. Uh, here we go. Uh, Ow! Oh, wow, it went in, but that really hurt my hand. That, you know what? It's a good thing most people can't dunk because that is not safe. That is not safe at all. Ow. All right, can we stop the song? I need to, I think I need some first aid. Ow. Ow. I'm fine, but ow.